On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman. This is Alex Smith. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk with J.P. Finley. What up everybody? J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk Podcast. We are back in Ashburn. We're back at Redskin Park. We're back at the picnic table, and you know who's here. Tandler is here to tell us exactly what road we're on and where the Loudoun <laughs> County Waterworks is or whatever Across else. The street. Um, Tandler's here. Pete is here. Special guest, recurring guest, our friend, your friend, you know and love him, John Keim. Keim, what's up, dude? What up, guys? So the shortest mic in the world. Describe it. So, he literally has a, a four-inch cord on the microphone. He has. I don't know. It's not about the size of the cord. <laughs> oh boy. Um, no comment. Yeah, at all. So hockey season must have started again because Mitch just isn't here. Yeah, I don't know I where know. he is. Does he even I know was, what Ashburn I was is say anymore? The same thing. And I think Mitch took the fourth mic with him. To, that's like Ring, Ringo Starr taking his drum set. Right. And Kime luckily has his own mic but doesn't have a cord, so Kime has to sit within like I'm punched over. Th- yeah, three inches of the recording device. It's, it's quite a look out here. Um, but we're all here, and I uh, want to thank the good folks at Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. You should ride with them. They got dealerships all over Northern Virginia. They got new cars, used cars, everything you could want. Check them out. Check out my guy Bob Hager. Um, we got to start with the running backs, dude. The running back situation is a damn mess. Geis went out for the year. Maybe not a damn mess, is but it's it? a mess. They have three running backs. It's and they one injury away from being a damn mess. They got two preseason we games all, we left. We also have three weeks to go till the opening game. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a mess for week one. I think if they went with the three guys they have, they'd be relatively fine with that. But for two preseason games left, they have three running backs on the roster. They're sure as hell not going to play Chris Thompson week four. I don't believe they'd play Rob Kelly week four. I'm not even sure they'll play Chris Thompson week three preseason. So here's where we are. Geis is gone for the year. We know that from the Pats game. Byron Marshall, two to four weeks with an ankle. Samaj P. Ryan, they expect back much sooner. In the meantime, that leaves Rob Kelly, Chris Thompson, Capri Bibbs as healthy guys on the roster. Thompson, we know, is working back from the broken leg last November. Today, uh, Jay Gruden confirmed Orleans Darkwa came in for a visit. Last of the Giants. Redskins fans might remember the 75-yard run. He busted on the first play from scrimmage in that terrible Week 17 loss. They also had Jamal Charles in. He was on the Broncos last year, barely cracked a rotation. Charles was a very Charles was a great player, but it's been a while since he was great. And then Monday, Adrian Peterson is coming in. Um, for a visit. For a visit. And th- these are just visits. Possible workout. Jay Gruden made clear it sounds like 
This is about if another injury happens because they're not really shopping for a starter right now. Gruden kind of said Rob Kelly is the starter. What do we make of all of it? We'll go round table. Kime, you start. Okay, well, for a couple of things. One, they are going to have to bring somebody in just to get some reps. And just then, for body. They also lost. They also waived Martez Carter. Right. So Undrafted adds, rookie. So that adds to it because you can't give Capri Bibbs every snap in a game. And that's kind of, you know, especially in week four, that's about where we're headed right now. So you have to bring it, whether it's one of these guys or someone else. But if you bring in one of these guys, you're bringing them in for more than just some, obviously some, a couple reps in a preseason game. And especially if it's a guy like Jamal Charles, or, or Adrian Peterson. Now, keep in mind, they made the decision not to pursue either one of these guys in the offseason right. because they felt like their, the options they had were better for them. So I'd be really curious if, indeed, they ever, if they did bring in one of these guys and Gruden made it sound like really what it was about was if there's another injury, then you can see you get these guys on file. But here's the other thing. If I'm Adrian Peterson, am I coming up here just to be on and get in their right. file? Just to have my physical done I, in I case they want to sign me later? You know, these are, these are, these are, you know, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's right. not coming here just for that. Well, and Taylor had a really good tweet on AP. This is was, where you say the tweet, Taylor. I had a few of them. That's, well, that's, why, that's why I'm asking. Because Josina Anderson uh, reported, oh, yeah. talked with him, Look. that – you know, he's he wants to get a contract done. Right, and then he said, well, he said he would do, he would work out and do whatever it he takes to make the squad. And I said, well, is he willing to sign a contract for what the Redskins are willing to pay him? Because I bet it's and not much. Yeah, and, and look, you know, I got a lot of tweets, oh, you know, he's just, you know, he's not doing anything, you know, he you know, he wouldn't take a whole lot of money. Look, the guy has a lot of money in the bank, I, I assume. I mean, he played for a long time and was the highest paid running back in the league for several years. You know, he's not going to play for the vet minimum benefit salary. I mean, he's going to—it's going to take some money to get him here and do the Redskins view their situation as dire enough to dip into—I don't know—just throw out numbers: two, three million dollars at least. Right. I think you're with talking some about incentives on top. Well, here's that nobody's called him until now. Right. So he hadn't been, and the Redskins even. As of earlier Sunday morning, they hadn't contacted him. It was Sunday afternoon. Right, so he wasn't their first call. He was not their second or third right, call. Right, right, right. So, you know, so that's – but I don't know what kind of leverage he really has here. Unless he unless he wants to wait, he can just say, listen, oh. if they don't get that, you're right. They don't get that, you wait till they see what happens after final cuts. Then you can pick your team there. Pete, you know, what was your reaction with all the running back? Um, as you see on Twitter now with people kind of debating who they want the team to sign, I see a lot of people saying they want Darko because he's the youngest. I don't think age matters here at all. I don't think they're looking for somebody to be their two- or three-year starter. They're just looking for a fill-in guy. So I don't think just because Darko's 26 and the other two are older, I don't think that matters one bit at all. I, I just – to me, I wonder if Dark was not the best of the three because, I mean, he ran for 750 yards last year. Um, you know, AP's a volume guy. I don't, yeah, he last made year, it on the Saints last year where he had to, wasn't getting any rhythm yeah. or anything like right. that. Right, and, and, I mean, he averaged 3.4 yards a carry last year. I mean, Skins got that in the building, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, they do, and that's, you know, they, he also had a couple of really huge games with Arizona. And you talk to people out there, it's like, yeah, they loved him out here when he was running wild, and they didn't like him as much when he wasn't because he had games where he didn't do anything. So, he, actually, he might fit in well here then because of <laughs> Right. <so. laughs> it's kind of weird. What, but, do you, what do you think happens, Taylor? Well, they're gonna, first of all, okay, don't – Again, don't don't talk to me about who visits. Uh, talk to me about who signs. Is that the third, the law, that the the third of Tandler's rules? <laughs> Let me add that to yeah, the Tandler law. As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll add that in there. Um, but it's true. There are probably, I don't know, just throwing up 50 visits slash workouts for every contract signed out there. 
but not not these are this yeah. Is this is this a different thing. guy. This yes, is a different ball game. Yeah. Agreed. But um, I mean, Jamal Charles is probably a future Hall he's, of Famer. He's, he's close I mean, close. his numbers are pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and he can help you too. Remember, he he was a guy who could catch balls out of the backfield. You know, so yep. it depends on the role. Yep. It depends right. on the role they see for them. If you say to like Jamal Charles, we just want you as a guy who can catch some passes, be a third down guy, because there was some concern about Thompson early in the year, and a guy who can also do some first and second if you need it, if right. Samaje's not there. So I, I wanted to read this text because it's very pertinent to what you just said about I don't care about the business. I want to know who signs. So. And this was this is a me and going back and forth with uh, somebody in the front office. This was before the visits. I think the visits make it like an it's an actual news item when there's an official visit. But I, these guys, yeah. But I, I had reached out about you know, hey, I heard this guy was getting a call, and so this was the reply. We talk about lots of players every day. We talk to agents every day, as of course you know. Sometimes agents gently mention things to media so you publish, and whatever agent really negotiating with thinks the other helps. So. Absolutely. There's a lot going on all the time. But again, it's because of the names that are sure. involved here that, you know, yes, these guys want their guys to get some traction. They need to get their guys jobs. But guys like Charles and, and Peterson, though, and again, I know with Peterson, he had not really gotten any sort of attention from anybody. Crazy. It, is it because he's asking for too much money? Well, that I don't know. He's also 33, and he's coming off a year where he wasn't as effective. Well, well, and he's had he's blown that knee out twice, games. right? Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's – it's hard as a running back when you're that age. Yeah. You don't it, get, you don't come back and be what you were. And can he accept a certain role? Yeah. The devaluing of the running back position in the NFL is just crazy, and we're seeing it start the, to tick the up old a bit. Running backs, but like yeah. for a while, any running back. Yeah. But now we're starting to see it go back up with the girl. He just got a deal. Eventually, Le'Veon well, will get paid. Yeah, it has to be running backs who can do both. It's like, not just the strict. Right. Zeke's going to get paid. Listen, but Zeke is just a guy who just carries the ball. Barkley, Barkley going where he did. I mean, right. they, and they thought. Guys could be that kind of guy for right. them too, so which is why they're still looking. Do, do we think any of any of the three, Charles, Peterson, Darkwa, and, and, and ab- unequivocally, Charles and Peterson absolutely were at a time better than what the Redskins have in house. I'm not talking about then. I'm talking about now. Do we think any of those three are better than what the Redskins have now in Kelly Thompson Bibbs? Taylor, you start. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. And I think that's that's where we get back to there in what 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 Jay said. They just want, you know, now if Kelly or Pirine gets injured further or Kelly I guess injured Pirine further injured, I think then they would have to really seriously consider pulling the trigger. But uh, I think right now they're doing due, dil- due diligence and uh, being prepared because obviously they'd have to move quickly if there was another injury. If, Ke- if- and you knock on wood because you don't want anybody. But like, if something happened to Kelly, he's the presumed starter. Like, if he goes down, then AP starts to make a lot of sense sure. because of the role he needs to play. But all right, Pete, you're up. The the three that we've heard about coming versus the three that are in house. Uh, I don't think Charles is. I'm not sure Peterson is. I think Darko might be better than say a Bibbs, but it's marginal at best. I like Bibbs. I just think they need. Like they it. just need another body at this point, though. So it's fine if he's not better. Just get another guy here. I think the the hard part is here is this debate. We're talking about 33-year-old and 31-year-old running backs. That's kind of the spot they're in that is it clear-cut that these guys are better. Um, And I don't know that that's the case. I do know, we all know that they feel like they were better because, again, they could have, it was explained to me too, and I'm sure you heard the same thing, is like they could have traded for somebody or signed somebody last offseason. They felt like what was out there was not better than what they had. 
and Geis was. Right. So, you know. When, when, and Doug told us flat out, hey, yeah. we got to upgrade at the running back position. He told us that. You, you say, hey, Doug, how's the weather? We're going to upgrade, right. we're gonna upgrade yeah. running back. Right. Right. I mean, he said that every chance. Right. So clearly they felt, and it wasn't just, I mean, listen, we they needed to get healthy in the line, but the running backs had to be better. Right. But I think when the other thing, the other factor here is, while these guys obviously have more impressive resumes and there's some things they maybe still do might do better, Jamal Charles, could he catch past out of the backfield? Sure. We don't know. They don't know this offense. And, they're, you know, you look at Rob Kelly and P. Ryan, I'm not going to make them out to be something they're not because we don't know what they're going to do. Kelly hasn't stayed, done it for 16 games. Right. P. Ryan is, was learning last year. Um, but they know the offense, and they know what they need to do within the confines of that offense. So I don't know. And it's possible that Kelly and P. Ryan have gotten better. You know, yeah, it's another well, year in the another year in the system and well, learning at, and working look at, hard. Look at you the know, the route the route that they ran with him against um, the yeah. preseason game, yeah. the wheel route. I think they Pete said that was the best was catch like of his career. The, yeah, he actually had to reach out and pluck well, that out no, of the air. No, not even that one. I'm talking about. Oh yeah, that. I agree with that. Yeah, but the, the wheel one. the wheel yeah. route is not a route they would let him run in the past. No way. Period. Right. Because he couldn't do it. But in that route too, the one you're talking about over the middle was a nice catch too. So. You know, I think there's some things that, and I don't. Growth. I'm not going to make him out to be right. anything other it's than not Gale Sayers. But I, but you know, I think there is some things to say. Okay, he lost some weight. Will that matter? With P. Ryan running with more confidence, knows the offense better. Will that matter? And you know, this is the time of the year where everybody can speculate that it will or it won't. But um, you know, I think there is a there is a sense of familiarity there and, and a and a trusting of what they have there. I also think. I think P. Ryan's going to be back pretty soon and yeah, render, render a lot of this correct, kind of move. Like, so yeah, he's also lying his ass off about injuries. So. Hey, oh, <laughs> RT off the top yeah, rope. We asked him, hey, that's why is Cam Simpson not, not a practice? Yeah, and he that's goes, Rich Tamler. If Redskins VR is listening. Yeah, he go, we go, where's Cam? And he goes, oh, something's wrong with him. All these guys are something yeah. wrong with him. Jay was a practice. little grumpy, dude. Yeah, I, I think he's short. just worn down by all the injury yeah. stuff. And uh, He did not have one zing in this. This is a zingless no. press. If, if our no-shtick listeners would have liked the no-shtick <laughs> press conference. Somebody <laughs> set him up for a joke or something, and he just didn't take it. Yeah. Is that you? I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. I think, yeah. I th- like right off the br- right off the start of his presser? Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. There's no, a there. I don't – listen, it gets old asking about injuries. I yeah. can't imagine how old it gets – Answering questions, well, especially about right now, where in his mind it's like, dude, we're three weeks away from a game. Why do you care that Zach Brown wasn't in pads today? Right, he'll and, be in pads tomorrow. And so, and, and I don't, and right, exactly. But, you know, but there is if a guy's hurt bad, and then here's the other thing: if when the, when you have names like this at running back, that that makes you wonder: well, are these guys are they worse than you right. fear? Yeah, because you know, a week ago right, they're saying right, they're fine. And, right, and I don't know that they are. I mean, and and if you just need guys to get through the preseason, you're not bringing in Jamal Charles yeah, and, and no. Adrian Peterson to get some reps in the third preseason what, game for you and or the fourth. Now, it was a leading question. I'll, I'll admit that. But I brought up the IR situation with Marshall on purpose because I wanted to see if he would dismiss it out of hand, and he didn't. Did and, and he's kind of allowed, like, yeah, that, that because you and I were texting back and forth on I'm this. So why IR hand, instead of PUP? You can't well, be yeah, on pop. Oh, okay. You have to start the training camp. By gotcha. Now. But IR keeps him on their roster if they're worried about losing him if this thing gets to September 1. Unless this thing is and much six worse games. than it is. But but basically he would he would miss basically no time really because if, if you keep him on the roster, week one you're going to have your fourth running back inactive anyway. So if he's that, but you like, have an active week one. Teams issues, though. Yeah, he Four just kind of said they might have to go smaller or bigger. Yeah. But you, but I think that's good. Yeah, you, know, you do that. Then he's ready for he's ready for week two. But I, but 
if he misses all this time and Bibbs can sit, Bibbs has looked good when okay, he gets well, the chance. Okay, well, that's two separate situations. If they decided Marshall, you know, Bibbs does what he can do over the next few weeks, they still decide Marshall's better. It's no big deal if he can't play week one to leave him on the 53. You know, assuming you're, you're pretty confident active, that, right. that, you know, that, that he'll be back from, from that ankle. Or, excuse me, is it lower leg? Have we ever gotten officially ankle I on that? I think lower leg is what we've heard. So, you know, whatever's wrong with his lower leg, if they're pretty confident he'll be done by week two, then there's no reason not to keep him on the roster. I, I, I think. If he's your guy. I think this is a August. What day is it? The 18th? I think this is a mid August kerfuffle that will be completely irrelevant. In by, two weeks. By the way, I answered somebody's question on Twitter specifically because they used the word kerfuffle. <laughs> nice. So. Let's all plug our Twitter. How do you Twitters. spell kerfuffle? <laughs> What's your Twitter, John? I think I can spell it. K-E-R-F-U-F-F-L-E. Correct. Bang. How about, nice. How about that? At John underscore Kime, K-E-I-M. Because you can't go, I can't do the other way because time. some guy over in England has it. <laughs> Get him off there. I'm, I have an underscore in mine, too, because there's at Peter Haley's taken, so I'm at underscore yeah. Peter Haley, H-A-I-L-E-Y. So... Th- at John Kime is taken by a dude in England? Yeah, it talks about it. He breaks down soccer games, I think. <laughs> soccer matches. RT. <laughs> uh, at Candler NBCS. And I am at JP Finley NBCS. Um, so we talked about injuries there, and I think I think we've covered the running back position start to finish here. I, I, <laughs> they're going to add somebody, I think, for at least the fourth preseason. Probably game. somebody that nobody's ever heard That's of. That's where I think this thing's trending. Well, except it? for Kime. <laughs> um, wide receivers have gotten to be a little bit interesting, too, though. Yeah. We saw Crowder back at practice for really the first time in a week. Did week he get so, – yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it's much to be alarmed about, but, like, he started kind of slow last year because he had little mm-hmm. nagging injuries in camp, and, and I think – He's had that in most camps, too, though. And I think – I think right away the the chemistry between he and Alex and, and Alex's game, I think Crowder would be poised for a big year. He's going into a contract year. Um, I think we all think he's fine, but you don't want him starting slow. He's a vital piece for the for but the I, offense. He's also a guy that if he has a little bit of a hamstring, I'm going to keep him out five days more Extra, longer than right. he needs because that's also something for him that was recurring last yep. year and took away in his, his strength of his game. His yeah, that was the problem early in the year was Correct. a hamstring. But that, the funny thing is, like, to bring this all up, but Josh Doxson gets destroyed every time he, if he, right. he sits out one practice. Yeah. Jamison misses practices huh. every camp, and that's okay because he goes out there and he produces. But um, it just kind of shows you you don't have to overreact to everything in the summertime. But I think the key is, like what you said, he did start slow last year. So you take care of whatever he's got. Agreed. Um, Cam Sims missing practice. This is a guy fighting for a roster spot. We tried to ask Gruden about it, and he was just like, yeah, something's wrong. He was out there yesterday, right? He was out there yesterday. So it can't be anything that serious. Okay. Because I went over and talked to him, and he had his left hand behind his back. Maybe he's trying to guess you how many figures. No, dude, I, I saw him texting her, uh, earlier. Both okay. hands. All right. uh, maybe it was just, both of them were It was there. just like a weird way to sit. Yeah. But maybe he was like he was stretching. lounging pretty hard. Yeah. By the way, speaking of fingers, did you see Booger McFarland's fingers? Did you see the, did you go back and watch the broadcast from the Monday night? Uh, I haven't yet. Booger and fingers brings up a bad image. Uh, well, <laughs> don't Google right. Booger fingers. Yeah. No, you know what? That even. <laughs> no, you got to finish the. Funny. Finish no, it's just the way the way they were bent. They look like rivers on a yeah. map. Oh, wow. oh my god. Anyway, sorry. Um. So I I was down on the field during the game and that booger mobile is pretty wild man um i want one of those in my house yeah dude they haven't let me they haven't agreed to that yet all right um 
Do we think the fact that Doxon's been out and Crowder's been out and Reed's kind of been out and Trent's been out and Morgan's been out, that, that all those guys, all those pieces having to just come together in week one in mesh is going to be a, with, kind with of an a new, issue? With a new quarterback? Yeah, I kind of think that's a thing. I think it, like there's a lot of it's pieces. It's not, not a just, thing. Okay, but right. look at look at who they're playing, okay? They got a new quarterback, whether it's Rosen or Bradford. Right. They've got David Johnson back at his first game after missing a year. New coach. You know, they still have Fitzgerald, new coach. So, every, you know, week one, yeah. just about everybody you play is going to be in, in, in flux to some degree. I got to agree. But for here, it, I think there's it a lot of flux. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, because they – it's not even, they haven't played. It's not even that they're not practicing. They haven't played together. Right. They, they barely, you know, like with Jordan's been out there for practice. Right. But Josh has been in and out. Jordan's Trent's been, in, been and in and out. Trent in and out. Morgan. In. So I think that's where it's like it's hard to get that rhythm. They haven't had Thompson out there. Yeah. And that's, that, you know, they. this is where you need that run game. And that's where, you know, the problem is. They, they are Pete at a dance club. There's, there's not much rhythm. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to knock that one. Yeah. So. And then I would probably get thrown out of that dance club later yeah, on. because you drink a beer or over your a beer through your shirt yes. yeah um <laughs> i this was not in my notes but it kind of made me think about it talking about week one on a scale of zero to the code red tampa game that you like that game yeah how important is it for them to win week one this year knowing jay's 0 and four in openers knowing things get hot real quick knowing what the schedule looks like after that and, and knowing that yeah it's kind of a winnable game I, Granted, it's on the it's road. It's pretty close to that code red. It's very close. Week if, if one, not, dude. Yes, pretty close to code but red. But again, you so look, you look say at code red ahead. is a ten. So zero to ten scale. Eight. Eight. I'll time. put it at. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, I, Pete. I'll put it at seven, six and a half. I don't think it's a full eight, but I mean it's important. But it's not the it's worst. A, it's an office office yeah. six. Yeah, I mean, I might go. I might get to the seven level only because I like seven. Only because the second half of that schedule is so bad, you can't afford to lose. Whether this is the opener or not, they need to win this game because right. the stuff that Rich was talking about earlier. All the new, we don't know what Arizona is going to be, but that's a game that you'd have to say that's a winnable game on the road. Yes, they can't afford in a year where. These guys better get it right because if not, we're talking about a new coach in the offseason. Dismantling here, yeah. yeah. So for that reason, even bigger than the opener game. What if you win the lose the opener? You win your next five. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. this game, you if it was Green Bay in the opener, right? Different. This is Arizona on the road, a team you've got to beat if you want to do winnable anything. road games. Yeah, there's right. not so many got, of those in the NFL. You got to take advantage, especially of. with how poorly they perform in the division or have performed. Correct. They, um, I, I won't go to eight, but I'm at seven and a half. I, I, it's it's a big one. Tam, All right. Taylor, how much are you? So hoping I'm crazy that, for going to eight, but you're going. Yeah, to I didn't say eight. crazy. I know. I said how badly are you hoping top. that Sam Bradford starts so Preston Smith can have like three sacks and two interceptions? I would. I, he yeah, feels Sam Bradford. He does. He does, <laughs> he does own Bradford. That was Incredible. in the, uh, the in Philly, game, right? And the Philly game. Yeah. Right, Vikings games right. when he had the one-handed interception. Right. Yeah. Right. it's just yeah. jaw drop. That he could have house called a game. A game changer. Also, quick thing, John. How are you doing? Is your back okay? How's the short mic? <laughs> I just want to check in with you. It real seems quick. all right. This is going kind of long, so I don't want to make sure you're good. What's that, Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a good look. Um, all right, there's a player that we haven't seen on the field in a while that I want to talk about, but real quick, let's. Uh, I got to tell you guys about Oarsman Automotive of Virginia and what they do. The Oarsman Lifetime Edge is no joke. Tanner, we talked about this the other day. Yeah. So I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Yeah, it. man. With the Oarsman Lifetime Edge, we prove our they prove their commitment to satisfaction, convenience, and the car. The benefits of the program, or you can check them out. OarsmanVA.com is the website. 
but there's more than $1,500 in unexpected extras. Lifetime engine guarantee. You get a three-day money-back guarantee. So if you buy a car and then, like, you you get a new job in New York City, you don't need a car. Or your wife yells at you. Yeah, your wife what yells you at you. For? Yo, and Take it back. A big thing they do that I could really go for, maybe I could swing by one of these stores, Bobby Aji, um, car washes. My car is dirty as hell from Richmond. I don't think, did you buy yours at Orange River, Virginia? I, I, I need to. I think you need to go pay for a car wash. I do. I'm anti-car wash. I'm so out. Anti-car wash? What Just, an idiot. That's what you have kids for. The sky is your car wash. <laughs> All right. Josh Harvey Clemens. Oof. What the? J-H-C, yeah. What is going on? We haven't J-H-C, seen him. J-H-C-W-T, you know what. You can say W-T-F. W-T-F. You can't say the F, but you can say F. <laughs> what What's going on there? Like, no update. Did we see him? I don't think we've seen I him. Saw the him last the couple of days. I've, I've, seen, see, him. I've, I've seen, seen him. I've seen him. Yes. But, like, wearing he's gym a, shorts. He's in Ashburn, so we've established right. that. But, but like, not much else. At what point is that not? Dude, because he was kind of third on the linebacker but, depth chart. I think it's a point now because look at look at the game the other night. I mean, they, they wanted him to come in and cover. Right. So you're looking at guys. I think these linebackers are going to have some issues covering. If, if, if you, you know, but I'm not even saying that. I don't even know that he would have done the job, but you need to find out because that's the role that they they got Sua Cravis for that role. They got right. this guy for that role. Um, you know, they like him for that role, and yeah. he's not doing it. And I don't, we, we all know Zach Brown has the speed, but coverage hasn't been his strength. I, I don't know who that guy is for them because. You know, SDH, I think, is a more traditional kind of Mason Foster-style linebacker. I don't think it's Zach Vigil. No. Special teamer. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, and Martrell, that hasn't been his right. thing, no. so. Like, they kind of need Harvey Clemens. You know, it, maybe needs a little too strong, but it's a 7 yeah. on the one on the 0 to 10 scale. Well, they need what he can, what they hope he can give them. Because the hard part with him, too, is you're playing in that nickel role as a linebacker. You do have run responsibility. Sure. And I think that's the area where you still want to see more from him is him taking on blockers and fighting through some of that stuff. And he's still skinny to be doing that. Correct. He looks like a big safety or a tall safety playing down in the box like that. But, you know, can he do all that? And, yeah, they obviously have a feel for it, but it's, you know, I think. Well, here's here's my question. If you can schematically, if you're not happy with, you know, your options at, at nickel linebacker, can you go three safeties, which is kind of a trend in the NFL? Yeah, then because yeah, you could put like, listen, Monte is has some size. You can if you needed, right. if you wanted to do some of that stuff, and you have DeShazer, but you have some inexperience back there behind those guys, depending on what you need them to do. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that would have been something you could. And see I think them they're doing. starting to trust DeShazer more and more, whereas yeah. they wouldn't have considered. I, I don't know that that's really in the playbook, but it what what. Hamstring for Clemens? Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to do that, though, because it depends on are they keeping you in base right. as well. So yeah. there, there are some things there. And the offense can kind of force the issue there, depending how they want to and What they line need, up. too, and that nickel is where they had this a couple times the other night where you get a four-man rush that actually can do something. Did any of you guys listen to uh, Kyle Shanahan on Pardon My Take? Nope. It was a really good interview. and I'm too uh, busy listening to this podcast. Well, he talked about the importance of a fullback and, and how that lets the offense just dictate what happens on the field. It, was just, it, it reminded me of, like, when Kyle was here and some of, like, he could be testy with the media, but, like, if you got him talking about, like, football theory and how the offense should dictate to the defense and it should never be vice versa, it was just it was interesting. He's great me. like that. Yeah. I asked him one time, I, do, I was doing a story on game planning for the week, First question, he went on for six and a half minutes. I know. You can, he, he's the only coach I've ever seen who could have a, you know, part of his answer transcribed 
single spaced an entire eight and a half by eleven page, and then still more on the next page. <laughs> One more thing on Josh Harvey Clemens. I just checked, just to make sure I had missed any like transactions. The Cardinals and Colts don't really have any standout super tight ends that are going to present big matchup problems. So maybe they yeah, get David. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not just tight ends. It's David yeah. Johnson. Out I did of the, kind of forget of about that guy. He's pretty talented. But yeah, it's his first game back. I'll be, that that'll guy. be interesting to see well, how listen, he. Uh, let me say this. I, I think we need to I see him before we go David Johnson. Josh Hardy Clemens isn't the answer. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a hard matchup for, right. for anybody to put out there. Right. Whoever does it. All right. So. That'll be a great test for that new D line right off the bat, week one. Seriously. So we're back to normal at Redskin Park. So what that means is during training camp, all the entire practice session is open to the media. So when during training camp podcast, when we did one thing, it was very easy to give you one thing because we're all watching a full two-hour practice. We all noticed different things. Well, some of us were watching all of it. <laughs> Most of the time. I don't know what who's that being thrown at, but I assume it's me, so <laughs> screw you, Tim. <laughs> it is, and correct. Um, so th- th- I'm posing this question, and it's, it Kime gets Mitch's vote via proxy because Mitch is covering hockey or something. So... <laughs> Do we con- so here's the thing that I'm not sure all our listeners know. Once it gets back to regular season NFL schedule, the media gets to watch about – it was a little longer today than it will be once it's the real season, but we get to watch like 15, 20 minutes. It's a lot and, of stretching. And of that 15, 20 minutes, a lot of it is stretching. A lot of it is like, oh, who's, is that guy wearing tennis shoes? Okay, right. You he's just, not you're basically taking attendance, figuring out who's there, who's not, who's in pads, who's not, who's working with trainers, who's not. So here's the vote. Do we continue to do one thing even now that we're not seeing as much? Tandler, you start. I'm going to say in the regular season probably yes, but this time of year, I mean, there just isn't much to go. But we can do one thing. I, I would not – no, one thing from practice, no, if that's the question. I think we do one thing about the week. It can be one, one thing, thing about whatever you want. Yeah, I think okay, you expand right. one thing to just be anything. It could be a All question. Right. It could be a storyline. So that's a yes or a no that's, vote. That's a yes as long as it's not strictly about what happened at Is practice. anything on this podcast strict – Next vote. <laughs> Pete, yes, Pete's going to vote yes, yes of course. Kime via I think, Mitch. I think you guys should do five things. <laughs> Taylor does that already. <laughs> one thing is usually at least three for Taylor. All right, well then, hell, Taylor, one thing. Go. Oh, I didn't know. What he said. <laughs> I know this is for today. I'll vote no if it's for today. All right, well, that's a pass. No, no, just, uh, you know, I, let me just go back on, on the running backs real quick. Take a deep breath, everybody. Let's you know. I don't foresee uh, Alex Smith handing off to Adrian Peterson in Week One in Arizona. I think it'll probably be to Rob Kelly. Yes, Peterson be taking the snaps. I think Wildcat. I agree with you, RT. I think if yes. uh, if winning Week One is a seven out of a seven or an eight out of a ten point scale, I think the current running back situation is about a three. Yes. Like I, I don't think it's that urgent. So I'm with yes. you, RT. All right, Pete. One thing. Um. Jay said Adonis Alexander had an interception today in 11-on-11s, and he hopes to see him in Denver. And I hope to see him, too. And that's my one thing. Also, Greg Stroman is sitting uh, in FedEx Field. Also, Greg Stroman is sitting in D'Angelo Hall's locker. Hokey to hokey. Two things. I think there were two guys. I think there were three guys sharing those two lines. Yeah, it'll be rearranged at some point, I'm sure. Kyle, you're up. Well, I'm going to say this because it's the one question I was asking Alex Smith about and talked to Vernon Davis Davis about about their connection. And that, I think it's – It'll be interesting to see how that develops and the two tight end sets they can use with Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis. Davis got the big plays last year when Jordan Reed was playing. His yards per catch were about seven yards 
higher when Reed was able to play. And I think is he that and a Alex lot? Davis. <laughs> That's is that a, a big difference? Yes, it is. <laughs> he and Alex Davis had a good connection in San Francisco. Who did I say? Alex Davis. Whoever the hell that is. He's a trombone I threw player. you off, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You were, you were thanks, pounding thanks, on a great Rick. point. I was, <laughs> dead, I, I, I was actually like hitting there. the picnic table. Yeah. It was impressive. Thanks. Poor I guy leaned just, over I think the he just table because he's in pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be walking like Rich after this. Vernon Davis, Alex <laughs> Smith. connection, and I think that you can look for some big plays on the field. Davis does that, but because they're connection, I think it's an even more likelihood. Yeah. Do I smell a story coming on ESPN.com about that? That's like, well, I need one thing. Well, here's what they A couple days. A couple days. Um, my one thing will be kind of similar today. So we've, we've talked to Alex plenty, right? He's had podium sessions in Richmond. He obviously had a big presser here when he was first traded for, acquired, I guess might be the word I'm looking for. But today was the first kind of, all right, once a week, every NFL quarterback has to talk to the media. And different teams do it different ways. The Giants just let Eli talk at his locker. Alex talked at the podium. Today was the first one of those where it's not – it wasn't a big deal that he was at the podium. It was just the weekly, hey, here's the QB. And I was, I'm impressed whenever I talk to Alex, and I thought he answered. Um, one of the post guys was asking him, you know, what do you think of this group here now? You know, you've had two preseason games. You're, you've made it through camp. And, and Alex, there's a jet flying, like, directly overhead. That's got to be loud as hell. Sorry, everybody. Alex was impressive in his answer. Dad, I bet you it's the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> spying. <laughs> Spying on our, no, it's plane. a Cowboys podcast. Right. Spying <laughs> on our info on us. Oh, yeah, their info is wild. They're they disorganized and sitting at a picnic table. Alex was impressive talking about guys on this team are all in, and he can tell. And in the time I've gotten to know Alex a little bit, he doesn't seem like he's going to blow smoke up there. I don't think he would say that unless he meant it. And, and then you look in that locker room and you look at a guy like DJ Swearinger, Brandon Sheriff, Ryan Kerrigan. I kind of believe what he's selling there. I don't know what the hell it's going to mean on the field. I, I still think you look at this team and it's a nine-win team, like like kind of what they've been. But uh, I, I, I believed what he was saying, and I found that encouraging. That's my one thing. All right, Taylor? Good point, yep. I have two last things to clean up here. Con, did you have something to say? I was just going to thank Taylor for not interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> just the jet. Just the Cowboys jet. I didn't have a shtick line, so I just, that's why I stayed quiet. I have a working theory that I'm ready to propose. Okay. I think Pete came to practice today just to be on the podcast. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disagree. You think he came for practice? I was not on the last podcast, and if I go more than one or two without being on, I get real paranoid that it, you're going to realize it's better without me. So, so it's I'm not here. a working theory anymore. It, it's a fact. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought, all right, when you – Pete texted me at like 8 a.m., like, hey, man, practice today. I was like, yeah, dude. He's like, great, I'll see you there. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Well, here's the thing. Coming out to Ashburn, I mean, for everybody it's hard. But like, no. Not for you, but for, for most of it's hard with the traffic. But today was a Sunday. I figured I'd come and be quick, 30-minute drive, and then I would re- reappear on the podcast because I can't be on the post-game <laughs> ones because I'm too busy doing other stuff. So I didn't want to lose my spot. So you didn't fall asleep at, like, B. Mitch's house again last night? No. <laughs> no. I actually made Just, sure I got good rest because I knew I was returning, and I had to prove my value. Hopefully I did. Probably didn't. All right. Um, this is it. This is the last thing. I got a note from Matthew Adams on my Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook, JP. Fin- All my stuff is JP Finley NBCS Instagram Except too. Your in- no, oh, I changed my Instagram. Oh, good. I, good I, everything is the same now. Excellent. Um, so Matthew Adams, hi JP. This is part pod review, part musings, and part hey, I have a question. This is a very long letter, so I'm not going to read Wait, all no, of it. This is from where? 
Facebook. Facebook. Okay. He says, greetings from Melbourne, Australia, to JP, Rich, and Mitch, but not Pete. I'm anti-Pete. So I enjoyed that. And then uh, uh, and then he complimented me a lot. He said, said he was jealous go. of you. Let him go. Let him go. Oh, you're telling me not to interrupt, Taylor? Okay, sure. <laughs> so I'm kind of skipping to the end here. But this dude says his wife has given him permission to book a flight to the States if the Redskins get past wild card weekend. Right? So he doesn't get to – I imagine that's a very pricey flight because he lives yeah, in especially Australia. Especially on short notice. I mean, you that's have a, good a week's point. notice. Yeah. So – well, they'll have the buy. So. He asks lots of questions and has lots of things to discuss here. But let's – what do we think the chances are? And we can go – we'll do percentages on this. That the, the skin, that the skins are playing after wild card weekend and our guy Matthew Adams can book a flight. That's a, that's a divisional round we call that's it. A, that, we're talking about win, not making the playoffs. We're talking about winning a playoff game or, or yeah, having a buy. Heaven yes. forbid. So – um, hell, we'll start it different. Pete, percentage chance my guy Matthew can uh, book a flight. I put their percentage chance of making the playoffs at like okay, no, 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 not the 40, question, Pete. Not so the then question, I'll Pete. put the percentage chance of them winning at like fifteen percent. The NFC is just so looks so stacked. Answer the question, fifteen percent, fifteen percent divisional round. So yeah, one out of six ish about. Kyle, oh, go ahead, Rich. I'm thinking. Go ahead, okay. Taylor. <laughs> uh, I will go. I'll go a little bit higher. I'll go twenty percent. Wow. It's such a hard conference. I'm going the other way here, fellas. I'm <laughs> You're hoping, yeah. I, I, ah! What'd you say, 15? 15. You said 20? Yeah. 13. Ooh, I'm looking Pessimist. at seven. I might go 17. Ah, you went. To, you split that other difference. Yeah. Uh, but I, the problem is 70% is not very good. Right, right, right. So, and it's not very likely. Yeah. And I think if Geis was here. Right. I think I would look going into the season. I would look at that differently. Here's what I, here's what I think. And so Matt's point was that like a lot of other podcasts either don't pay attention to the Redskins or think they're going to be bad. And I saw I that. right, I, like somebody on Twitter sent me something for Bleacher Report that has them going six and ten. Saw something else that projects Sporting them. Sporting News had them like two and fourteen or something. Yeah, I don't see that at all. What the hell? Here's where I think this team is way better than people realize. It's on the defensive uh, side of the thousand ball. percent. Like, well, everybody's focused on Smith and yeah. Doxon and Dude, Jordan Reed. People don't know Matthew Ioannidis or Anthony Lanier well, listen, or how Deron Payne's going to help. Payne and I mean, it's Payne and Allen and Ioannidis and those guys. That settle, settle even because yeah, they don't know those players. When you watch that game the other night, the ability to set others up is exa- is what they do. So it's not just them making plays. It's it's there were times where Payne is taking two guys when he's matched up solo, he wins it and gets a sack. Allen coming down laterally Holy. to make plays and making them because Payne is holding his guys up. Well, and here's the thing: as bad as the defense was last year, as bad as the defense has been over the last few years, they've always gotten sacks. Kerrigan and Preston get sacks. They they rank they in the top stop. ten in sacks. Stop. It's about stopping the run. I think nickel. they've got the people for out of it. nickel, especially. And they this is where it's different because you their problem last year was a massive problem with stopping the run out of their nickel front. And so now you have two guys there with Allen and Payne or Allen, Ioannidis, whatever, who can help you, who can do a better job in setting guys up to make plays. It's not just two guys. I'm with you. But those guys are better than what they had. I think this team is better going into the season than they were last year. I agree. I think the stuff you talked about with the transition with Smith and all the other guys, how bumpy will that be early? That's a big key. But I think – and offenses how, and are kind of bumpy well, early. Sorry. Go ahead. Dan. Will the tough schedule really Correct. turn out to be a tough schedule? Last right. year, Arizona and Denver oh, those in December L's, looked big looked like really well, hard. The Rams didn't look not, like a not if you read my thing in April of 2017 oh, that I'm thought sorry. the Broncos were not going to do as well. 
All right, you're one thing I got that, right. That, that's that, it. That's, that's a deep, it. That's a deep I'm cut my, you're playing I'm here. Play the hits, Kyle. <laughs> um, all right, so I think we all think the defense, and, and uh, we've talked about the offense might be lacking rhythm early, but that kind of happens around the league. Unless you got Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, there's always new people breaking in new parts. And we don't know. Well, get, guess who games the second, uh, third and fourth uh, games right, right. they're against. I, I well, but, but you also don't know, like, the other factors with these guys is, what does Eli Manning have left? What does you know Beckham? And then how good is yeah. Barkley? What is Dallas? Are they going? They have almost no weapons outside of Ezekiel Elliott on offense. What's the, what's that going to? You know, so we don't I know. Think all the Cowboys that. are going to take a step back. I I'm, I'm surprised by the projection. No receivers. I think they, they have no receivers. They've lost people on defense. I just I don't see it. But what do I know? Um, all right, RT. Do you know that Orsman sells new and used cars? You know what? I did know that. Do you know that they have the lifetime edge? You know, I've heard something about that. Could you explain it to me a little in depth? No, because I'm going to tell you about something else that I just found this on their website. For broke dudes like Pete, on their website, they have a whole section of cars that are for sale under 15 grand. Send me that link as soon as this is over. That's pretty cool, right? Like, yeah. Dude, I'm looking at this. You can get a 2008 Toyota Prius, save some money on gas. You get a 2008 Toyota Prius... Wait, Under fifteen, be, be careful. Be careful. It could be off the lot by the time. That's uh, true. Somebody I, listens to you this. can get legit cars. Great deals. Yeah. Oh, a Nissan Xterra. I kind of like that car. Maybe I'll go get a car. Um, check out Orsman. OrsmanVA.com is their website. We're we're out of here. Anybody have anything else to add? I think we've said it all. Yeah. Time. You good? You yeah. Lean back over to that mic. I got to lean back over. <laughs> we have said it all. all right. And that creaky noise is my back. <laughs> go back Thank you for having me back on the podcast. I knew that's why he came out here. What a loser. But will he say that in a couple of weeks? Yeah, so when are you going to come back out here? So, yeah, Taylor's already busting my balls about my schedule. Hey, how often are you going to come out? I just asked. I wasn't busting I think anything. I'll try and do I don't once think we're a allowed week. to say that on the pod, by the way. We've said, okay. Taylor's Whatever. busting my chops. Yeah, busting chops. Uh, I'll right, do once We got to wrap. Yeah, we got to wrap. Good, good yeah. talk. Though. This was fun. Folks, uh, the podcast is crushing it. You guys are the best. We love you. Even Matt in Australia. Hope you get to make it over here for a game. As always, you made it this far. I owe you a beer. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.